What is the Whole30? Julia and I have been talking a lot about it recently in the Small Scale Life Facebook group and on Instagram. For many of you, our focus on Whole30 came completely out of the blue, and you're scrambling to figure out what we're up to. Don't worry, friends. We got you covered. We totally do. So in this post and podcast episode, I'm going to discuss what we've done in the past to develop a healthy lifestyle. Yes, we're going to talk about the health and fitness Renew You from last year. And we're going to talk about what is Whole30, what we're doing this month, and provide some resources for you to learn about Whole30. Now, in this point of the game, it is mid-February. Valentine's Day is here. You might feel that you've blown your health and fitness resolutions and goals completely out of the water for 2020. You might feel like a complete failure. But remember, we can always rise and start again. Today is a new day forget the past. Let's go. It's what you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Health and Fitness Renew You Part 2. So let's get into it here on the Small Scale Life Podcast. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. All right, welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I am your host, Tom. It is great to be back here. Got the microphone in the mobile podcast studio. I'm actually in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and we survived a mini blizzard last night, but I'm here in a nice, warm, comfortable place doing another Small Scale Life Podcast. And this is an important one. We are going to dump, jump into, not dump into, jump into the whole 30. What is it? Where did this come from? What is the Whole30 Challenge? And what are some resources in case you want to learn more? Why is it important? Because it's part of our small-scale life. It's part of our simple living, right? It's all it's about being intentional about what we're putting in our bodies and getting healthy, getting fit, right? We can't do anything if we are sick, if we are unhealthy, if we are not thriving in our environment. So I'm glad you're here. This is our 165th episode, and it is so good to be here again. I'm so happy you're here. Remember to check out Small Scale Life Podcast. It's all over the net and wherever podcasts are played, um, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, everywhere, Google Play, we've got it out there. So make sure you take a listen. Share this with some friends. We're always appreciative of that. And remember to provide some feedback. I mean, uh, you can rate our podcast on iTunes. I know many of you do listen to iTunes. So feel free to put some feedback out there. We, we appreciate it. We'll read your reviews out here in a future podcast. So other than that, we do have our mailing list. I will be getting some newsletters out. And uh, news from around the bend is coming. So we've got a lot on tap including some interviews. So you're going to want to stay tuned to Small Scale Life. we got some really good stuff coming up. Uh, some, some interviews are in the can. And I did one last night. It went for two hours. So holy smokes, that's an awesome... Holy smokes, that's really good there that we are talking about uh, Small Scale Life stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And today we are jumping into Whole30. It's something that we've been doing, and it, it really did come out of the blue. All of a sudden, in the Small Scale Life Facebook group, I was popping these videos. I'm doing a daily video, so if you're not part of the Small Scale Life Facebook group, you really should jump in there and join. But I'm doing daily updates talking about how I'm feeling, and I've had a little different reaction than others. Um, and I think that's that's because some of the things that happened leading up to this whole thirty challenge. So let's get into this. Let's talk about the healthy lifestyles. 
you know, it's, it's again, part of our small-scale life, right? So um, as many of you know, one of the leading New Year's resolutions is always losing weight, start dieting. How many of us have done that? I'm gonna this year. I'm gonna lose 20 pounds. This year, I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna start this journey, this health and fitness thing. I'm gonna work out every day, and then a week later, it's like, oh, I gotta go outside and go work out. I don't think so. Oh, the Cheetos look so good, so good. And then you got the Super Bowl, and then Valentine's Day is coming, and it's just like, nah, nah. We'll we'll pick that up later. You know, we got plenty of time before swimsuit season. And that's and that's the reality. Unfortunately, research shows that we're we are have trouble successfully completing our New Year's resolutions. And by this time of the year, most of us have given up completely. I think the stats show that at least sixty five to eighty percent of us have given up, and we are not doing any of those New Year's resolutions. You start out strong, and then things happen. You see it in the gym. You look around the gym. You know if you've been going. January 2nd, everybody's there. You know, hangover's done. Everybody's there. Tough to get machines. Then all of a sudden, a couple weeks weeks later, it's less. A week later, it's even less. And then this time of the year, it's like Deadsville in there. It's, uh, it's all emptied out because people have just given up. You can start over again. Just because you've had failure, you can start. You can start at any time. And if this is you and you feel like you've totally failed already, I'm here to tell you that it's not too late to start over. You can do this. And we'll talk about this whole 30 challenge. This might be something you might be interested in. It's it's interesting. So we'll get into that in a second. So when I started Small Scale Life in 2015, I wanted part a part of it was I wanted to talk about more than just gardening, which is kind of funny uh, if you've listened to the last couple episodes. But it's it, you know I wanted to use it as a vehicle to help me develop my own healthy lifestyle. For years, I had been sitting in a cube, been doing the corporate thing. Uh, my weight had ballooned up from where I was uh, in pl- at football playing weight when I was like 235 to over 300 pounds and uh, yeah, well over 300 pounds and in, it wasn't good. I was sitting a lot. I was I was in an office for 12 hours a day or more and just doing the work and eating crappy and, and having some cocktails and it just, it adds up over time. Stress, lack of sleep, sitting... Um, not moving, it just all adds up and it's not good. It's really not good for your overall uh, health and fitness. I wanted this, to start this. I wanted some kind of um, some motivation to do some of this. And I thought by throwing this stuff out there, and it's, it's I got to tell you, it's hard sometimes to throw some of this stuff out there. I mean, you're talking about personal stuff here. I wanted to use it as a vehicle to start this process. I wanted to use it as a vehicle to uh, motivate me to get things done, right? And if you look back at the archives, I've talked about a swim challenge that was early on, um, the quit your, quit your belly ache and fitness challenge. That was something we did. Um, did some podcasts called Cows and Kettlebells with my, my friend, Ta- Mr. Tactical J. That was a good one. Um, we talked about my son's ultra marathons. And of course, last year's Health and Fitness Renew You. That was a big effort at the beginning of 2019 where we really tried to push some thing, content out there that try to motivate and inspire the audience and ourselves to keep on with 
developing this healthy healthy habits, uh, good eating habits, and fitness routine. Let's dive into the Health and Fitness Renew You. That was a big effort in 2019. We rolled that out. It was a seven-day blitz of health and fitness information. There was stuff every day for seven days and then uh, some stuff that came up throughout that month. It was all focused on establishing a healthy lifestyle. Uh, we learned a lot going through the process. We had a decent amount of people downloading and using the 24-hour plan. In fact, that podcast, the day one, talking about using the 24-hour plan, it is our number one podcast right now. So it really went hot again in January, and a lot of people were downloading the 24-hour plan. A lot of people were listening to that podcast. So it is our number one podcast now. And it, it and it's an ongoing battle. We all struggle with this. Uh, in our crazy, mixed-up, chaotic world, we're always beyond, behind the eight ball trying to carve out a little time for ourselves to, to work on ourselves. And I think this 24-hour plan was really – it really helps people set aside some time to think about what they're eating and what they're doing. And so if you're new to small-scale life or you have you haven't listened to that, that podcast or you don't know what I'm talking about – the Small Scale Life 24-Hour Plan is a one-page sheet that helps people plan their meals and snacks. It, it helps you plan before you eat. I mean, so many people just are grazing, and I did the same thing, especially when you're in an office environment, when somebody's got the, the big bin of chocolate out there or the, the candy bowl full of M&Ms. I mean, you just go by and grab a handful. Right. Using that 24-hour plan helps us be very intentional about what we're doing, what we're going to put in our bodies, put in our mouths, and put in our bodies. That was only one part of it. There's another part of this, too, and it's a really big piece. We knew that, Julie and I knew that mental and spiritual side of healthy lifestyle development is sometimes neglected in different systems. People don't talk about that. You know, don't talk about what you're thankful for, gratitude. I mean, that's a big thing. Really tough to be bitter and angry when you're grateful for things, grateful for the blessings in your life, the people in your life, the things that are good in your life. So we wanted to have a piece of that. What Talk about what you're grateful for on a daily basis. And we all have people in our lives who are struggling, who might need a little spiritual love, right? Need a little help. Whether you're religious or not, we had a section in there of who you're praying for, who you're thinking about, who you're, what you're meditating on. Um, so as my friend, John Matheson likes to say that good vibes only, you know, that's that, that section there for what you're praying about, who you're praying about. Maybe it's somebody had a death in the family or somebody's going through a really tough time or somebody just lost their job or somebody's sick, you know, things that you're thinking about. And maybe it's not a prayer, but maybe it's people you're thinking about, right? Sending those good vibes to. And then another section was what three things you want to complete the day. Uh, Nicole Sauce from Living Free in Tennessee, She a big thing of hers is My Three Things. And I think she's writing a book on My Three Things. But people write down three things that they want to complete that day. And sometimes you don't get them all done. Maybe they're too big. But it's going through that process of being very intentional about where you're going to focus your efforts, what three things are critical. If you sat down and did a to-do list, it'd probably be a mile long. I already have one right here and it's got about 20 things on it and that's stuff i got it get done today whoops <laughs> that was pretty funny <laughs> that's just my water bottle don't worry about it don't worry about it it's a little noise bada boom bada bing so anyway 
Yeah, that's a really powerful piece. And it's a little different um, than some other folks. They have 24-hour plans or daily plans. One of our friends, well, one of the people that we really like is Corinne Crabtree from fitandfat.com. She had a daily plan, and uh, she's really focused on what you're eating and and then the feedback loop on that. And uh, we, of course, do have a section on the 24-hour plan that has that reflection section too, the reflection section, right, where you critique your day. How did you do following your plan? And and where did you deviate? And why did you deviate? And, and how you'll improve in the future. So it's that reflection piece that's really important. So Corinne's is is different. It's a two-pager, and she's got a very in-depth section on the reflection section on hers is very in-depth. So we wanted to keep it one page. It's different than hers uh, because we ha- we wanted to have some of this um, mental side too, because mental the mental side and weight loss is huge. It's it's a mental battle, and um, you really got to improve your stinking thinking, your negative talk, and your negative outlook of yourself. And you've got to do that over time. I really like the twenty four hour plan. I'm st- I'm using I'm starting to use that again and do that on a daily basis. I think that it is, I mean, with this Whole30 thing, you'll see that it fits right in with that. Um, It's very effective. The 24-hour plan is very effective in getting yourself organized at the start of the day. You know, you're getting your brain right. You're putting your brain in the right space. What are you going to be eating? What are you going to be doing? What are you thankful for? What are you meditating on? And uh, it takes maybe five, 10 minutes to fill it out every day. I mean, it doesn't take that long. So if you want to get that, uh, there's a link on Small Scale Life uh, on this post and also in the Renew you, Health and Fitness Renew You section um, on the main menu. You can find that there and you can get a copy of the 24-hour plan and you'll get in, you know a bunch of emails about Health and Fitness Renew You and I've really got to go in and make some modifications that clean that up a little bit because we're a year later, right? So um, that is available and that can help you get organized. It is also in the Small Scale Life Facebook group. You can get into that Facebook group and find it in the files section. So it is out there um, and it's, again, effective at getting yourself organized at the start of the day. So pick that up and try it out. I I really encourage you to do that. And I know because I'm a guy who is not an early morning guy right now. And uh, finding that time sometimes when you're running out the door is tough, but it doesn't take long to get that done. And it helps spur conversations in the house. What do we, what do you, what do you think we're having for dinner? You know, and I got to fill out this 24 hour plan. Let's talk about, we're going to have it for dinner. Okay. Let's take out some chicken. Let's take out some meat. Let's get this stuff at the store. Okay, great. We're all lined up for dinner. So that's, that's kind of the idea behind it. And it really is effective. So that's my pitch on the 24 hour plan. We had a bunch of people sign up. It was great. We had a podcast afterwards with Karen, Julie's sister. She talked about it and what she was our most active member, working lifer, working on this. And she lost some weight in the process. In a month, she lost, uh, I don't know, or a few weeks, she lost like five pounds or something like that. And uh, no, that was very encouraging. And she she provided her thoughts on that. So, um, so that was a good effort. We learned a lot, not only about what we're capable of here at Small Scale Life and what we can do when we have the time to really roll out something, but uh, how email lists work and all that other stuff. So there was a lot we learned, and uh, it was also good for us to work on this as well. So so that was the Health and Fitness Renew You in 2019. It was, it was a really good experience. 
what happened afterwards is probably the question, right? So, okay, this thing got done in January. So what happened afterwards? So after that wrapped up, Julie and I shifted into financial freedom, that section. We were focused on that and other topics for most of 2019. So if you're looking at content, we really took a a turn and went into other topics in 2019. We really didn't come back to health and fitness stuff until June, where I posted a title, Last Runner Standing Ultramarathon. It was about my son Danny's ultramarathon, where it it was called the Last Runner Standing Race, and they ran until the last person quit, (laughs) and they were going up a ski hill, running up and down a ski hill on this mount, essentially a mountainous trail. That was crazy. Really interesting um, and really interesting to be part of that ultramarathon community. It's some really, really nice people, really dedicated to working out and everything. It's extreme sports kind of stuff. So what about our journey? What happened? You know, um, we were busy <laughs> and we kind of, we we weren't talking about it much. We were doing some things. But um, we realized in September, I know, right, the whole thing, we just were spinning and spinning and doing this and doing that and doing all these other things. And uh, then it was in September, and Julie and I looked at each other and we're like, holy crap, we've got three months and we're going to Hawaii. We're going to be wearing bathing suits and we want to look good, right? We want to, we want to look good. So we, um, we decided to kick it in gear for the Hawaii trip, and that happened in December 2020. I got motivated. I w- actually decided to go a little more extreme and go get some medical help. So I worked with some doctors and dietitians and started this Optifast diet. So it was a medically supervised um, diet. So what is Optifast? It's essentially a liquid diet using soups, shakes, and some protein bars. It's all made by Nestle. And uh, I was eating these products six times a day and eating only those products. So it was basically a liquid diet. Oh, I started the day after Labor Day and continued until our trip to Hawaii. I really intended to do this in Hawaii, but you can't really pre-make soy-based shakes and soups in that tropical environment. We didn't have a cooler and that stuff would spoil and nobody wants to be sick out there after drinking spoiled protein shake. So it just wasn't conducive for the liquid diet. Of course, that's an excuse, right? <laughs> I effectively ended the Optifast diet on December 26th, started eating some real solid food again. Um, I got to say, though, I lost 22 pounds, a little over 22 pounds in the process. So that was a success, and it did give me good momentum. But um, I needed something a little different because this is not a forever diet. This liquid thing was only a maximum of six months that you can be on all liquid. And by that time you need to get off. Um, you need to get it back into solid food. That is the, that's the rules of the Optifast diet. And that was something that was going to happen anyway. So we kind of kicked that up a notch and moved to real food. And frankly, I do like food. I like food. I love food. Drinking my meals all the time. Just, um, it, it messed me up a little bit, and uh, I wanted to get back to learning how to eat healthy and eat clean, real food. So that's what we're doing now. We'll get to that in a second. So Jules, on the other hand, while I was doing the Soptifast thing, she went down a little different path. She heard about this whole 30 thing on a podcast. Yes, she did not listen to my podcast. She listened to a different podcast, and she heard about Whole30. So there's a book out there, and it's called It Starts With Food, and I'll put a link inside that article. 
get on Amazon and she tried the Whole30 Challenge. So she read the book, she digested all the information, she listened to some more podcasts, did some research, and then she decided to try the Whole30 Challenge. She found that eating real food and cutting out the sugars, the processed foods, and the alcohol really made a difference. She had a sharp mind. She wasn't fuzzy. She didn't have any um, stomach aches. She had lots of energy. She slept better. She lost some weight in the process, and she really felt great. So she was finding that like the diet soda and some of the foods can make you feel really cruddy, <laughs> really crappy. So this eating this way, she felt great. And she kept going with Whole30 light or basically more of a paleo diet after the challenge was over. When we were on vacation, she was talking about a lot. And, she, and uh, even over the holidays, she was talking about a lot. And uh, she got three other people, well, actually four now, <laughs> to start the Whole30 challenge. Three of them started in January and Julie and I went for, went for it in February. So that's kind of how the shakeout is going. And those three people just finished their challenge. So we're going to have them on the show and they can talk about their experience with the Whole30 challenge. As I was thinking about my next steps with Optifast and where I was going to go with this, I thought, you know, if Julie is feeling this good, if it had such a good impact on her and her, she's so, she's sharp, she's feeling good, she's got all this energy, maybe I should try it. <laughs> if it's working, what the heck, right? So, so I had to figure out what this whole 30 was. And that was my question too. What is this whole 30 thing? What is it? What is it? So, you might be wondering the same thing, so let's talk about it. The best way to define it is to use Whole30's own website. So here's what they had to say about it. The Whole30 is designed to change your life in 30 days, but it's not a diet, a detox, or weight loss program. As an aside, if you look out there and you put in Whole30, there's some articles that will pop up that say, oh, it's a fat diet. Well, it's not a diet. It's actually a reset. It's a short-term reset created to help you curb your cravings and bad habits, boost your metabolism, heal your digestive tract, and calm your immune system. As an aside, again, in the whole, and it starts with food, they talk about how certain foods will cause inflammation. It causes you, it does strange stuff to your to your gut and to your body. And this stuff is, a lot of it's sugar and processed foods, and it just messes with you. It'll inflame your immune system. It'll inflame your joints. So if you take those things out, you can start to heal yourself. And that's the idea, right? So this whole 30 thing, back to the, it starts with food. For full 30 days, you'll completely eliminate the foods that the scientific literature and our clinical experience, whole 30s, not mine, I don't have a clinic, have deemed the most commonly problematic in one of four areas. Your cravings, metabolism, digestion, and immune system. I mean, think about it. You have, oh, I'm just going to have a couple Doritos. No, no, you're not going to have just a couple Doritos. You're going to eat like half the bag, right? It's, it's designed that way. That's the way that these people design the food. So cutting these things out like sugars and sweeteners, I mean, think about it. You dry, drink a Diet Dew and suddenly you want to start eating stuff because it's so sugary, right? Taking that out, it, 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 it removes those triggers, right? So during the elimination period, you'll experience what life is like without these commonly problematic triggers while paying careful attention to improvements in energy, sleep, digestion, mood, cravings, focus, anxiety, self-confidence, chronic pain or fatigue, athletic performance, and recovery. 
and any number of other symptoms or medical conditions. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty tall promise there from Whole30, isn't it? But here I am at day 11, and I've noticed that I'm not craving Diet Dew, and I had a problem with that. <laughs> I had a problem with Diet Dew. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I 40 ounces a day? Yeah, awesome. Sometimes it'll gust up to 80, you know? Two big ones at the store. So you've got these cravings for stuff. Oh, uh, ever gone through and you you smell, you know, you go in the store, you smell chocolate chip cookies, suddenly you have a craving for chocolate chip cookie or drive by Jimmy John's and it's free smells only, right? So you smell that and it's like, ooh, I got to have some of that or, or grilling burgers. You know, you get these cravings for things. In the elimination period, I'm not having those cravings. Seriously, not having it. So... There is something to this, I think. Just my ex- own experience may or may not be true. You'll have to find out for yourself, right? <laughs> so, okay, back to what Whole30 says. So this elimination period will leave you with a new normal. So you totally are resetting a healthy baseline where, in all likelihood, you'll feel, you'll look, feel, and live better than you ever could imagine. At the end of the 30 days, you'll then carefully and systematically reintroduce those foods you've been missing. And again, paying attention to any changes in your health habits or mindset. So Whole30 is essentially a big experiment. You're eliminating certain things. The ranch dressing, the breads, the beans, legumes, right? Not green beans and peas. That's a whole different thing. But um, the sugary sweeteners, the the aspartame, the um, the coffee creamer, you know, those things you're eliminating. You're not having it. Rice, that's gone. Um, and you start looking around, actually. You start looking at labels a lot more. And you notice everything has sugar. Everything has sugar added to it. Everything has uh, high fructose corn syrup added to it or something like that. And it's like... Wow, (laughs) you know, and so it's in everything. So you're taking that out. Oh, dairy too. Yes, dairy is not in part of that either. So you're taking these things out, and um, and then the next phase of the experiment is okay. This week I'm going to try a little bread. Put that back in there. Do I have a? Do I have? How does my body feel? Am I going to have some kind of an adverse reaction to gluten or? to the processed grains or whatever, you know, and then the next week, maybe it's, okay, I'm going to try some cheese. How's my body doing with that? Maybe I've got some kind of a lactose intolerance that I didn't realize before. So you can systematically reintroduce those foods to see how you're doing, or you can move to more of a paleo diet, which Julie was doing and not. So that's kind of an interesting concept, isn't it? Does any of this make sense? Does it? I hope it does. So essentially... The TLDR, the too long didn't read, you're cutting certain things out of your diet for 30 days to see what impact it, it has. And then you systematically add them back in after the 30-day reset. You are experimenting on yourself and nobody's making you do this stuff. You're doing it on your own. And if you don't want to, then you can move into a little different lifestyle. 30 days, new habits are forming. You'll actually find, this is an aside again, you'll actually find that you might actually like the food better because <laughs> you can taste it. It tastes really good. So let's talk about this Whole30 challenge because this is a big part of this process. So in February this year, Jules and I decided to try the Whole30 challenge together. I had to do something because it was either that or go back to Optifast. And I don't know, eating the soy stuff, it did mess with me. So, so we decided to do a Whole30 challenge together. 
So we went, we're going through the process. We're at day 11 at the time of this podcast. Um, we've eliminated sugar, real or artificial, you know, the sweeteners, the creamers, that's kind of stuff, the beans, the rice, the processed food, the dairy, and alcohol. So I'm in the land of beer, cheese, and brats, and I've had to eliminate all of those things because brats probably have some sugar in there too. So no cheese, no milk, no beer, (laughs) none of that for the next 30 days. We're in the process of resetting and reprogramming our bodies and minds. So if you listen or you talk to someone who's gone through this, they'll talk about the different phases of this. And there's actually a whole timeline to going with the Whole30 challenge. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in the future and a future podcast episode of what people typically experience. My experience is a little different because I was doing this OptiFast liquid diet for a whole quarter for the fourth quarter of 2019 for three months. So I I was already not eating that stuff and not drinking that stuff. I mean coffee creamer, yes, that was something I'm drinking. I was drinking, but I've cut that out now. So I was kind of moving away from that. So my biggest withdrawals were the diet do, yes, some of the creamers and and uh but I didn't have some of the other things because I wasn't eating that stuff regular regularly. So we'll talk about that in a future podcast because it's really interesting how people react to things. And uh, those three people that just finished their whole challenge, uh, their whole 30 challenge, it'll be interesting to talk to them to see what they've tried to introduce back in their diet and how they've felt. A big part of the whole 30 challenge are the rules. There's always the rules, right? So there are rules for this and you should take a look at those, get very familiar with the rules before you start because you are cutting out certain things. Certain things are out for 30 days and certain things are in for 30 days. So you need to know what those things are. Probably the biggest rule is if you cheat, you start at day one. Mm -hmm. You start all over again. So don't cheat. Okay. So with the rules, there are things you can do and there's things you can eat. So what can you eat? We're eating a ton of vegetables. We are eating a lot of high quality protein, beef, venison, chicken, pork, and some fish. And the beef and the chicken came from our good friends at Yellow Hutch Farms up in Cambridge, Minnesota, Brom, Minnesota. Thank you so much, guys. It is awesome, delicious food. The venison came from our land in central Wisconsin. So um, one of the guys one of the guys shot a couple, couple smaller bucks at Thanksgiving. He brought a, a cooler up to the Twin Cities and said, here, here, try some venison. And oh my gosh, I've been making it and Julie likes it, which is crazy, but I like it too. Been grilling some venison and it has been delicious. And she's been eating some fish too. So that these are wins. These These are win-win-win. It's allowed us to try some different things, both of us to try some different things, and we're really loving it. So we're eating the vegetables, high-quality proteins, healthy fats, avocado, avocado oils, really like avocados. They're delicious. Um, Eggs, of course, eating a lot of eggs. What I can tell you is that the meals have been delicious so far. We've Julie's done a masterful job on some of these meals. A chili, a turkey, I made the turkey, but turkey uh, soup afterwards, it was, uh, it looked creamy, but it was all like puree. It was really potatoes that were like really finely crushed and it almost looked like a creamy soup, but it wasn't. It was, it was great. I'll have to link up some recipes on here so you can actually see what we're talking about. But really simple ingredients, really easy to make, but it's been awesome. Very good. Some big salads, lots of greens, lots of vegetables. 
squashes, that kind of stuff. Um, potatoes and sweet potatoes are allowed. So we've been eating a lot of potatoes too and sweet potatoes. Now I know they're nightshade and, you know, some people have an issue with those, but so far so good. And, um, and it's been great. So French fries are off. So sorry guys, no French fries. <laughs> Does it sound like something you might be interested in? Maybe, right? Maybe there's some good stuff to learn here. Um, if you are interested, maybe you want to learn more about the Whole30 and try the Whole30 challenge. Great. We can be a good resource for you. Before you do anything, we really encourage you to do your research first before doing or starting anything. So do research first. Do your reading first. Listen to podcasts first, starting with this one. This isn't for everyone. Some people who have had trouble with controlling food and everything, who've had eating disorders, do not want to do this. Um, But it's a good start, right? You can get going. You can get a good start towards changing your eating habits, changing your life. So I provided some links for you. If you want to do that research, I provided the Whole30 website. So go there, take a look at all the materials there. I provided a link to the Whole30 rules. So learn the rules. You got to understand those, what's allowed, what's not. And uh, there's some blog posts and such. So do some research on these two things. There's a link to Whole30 PDF resources. This is a good spot and it's not really advertised on the main page. You had to look, I had to look for it a little bit, but it's a great spot to pick up food lists, shopping lists, meal templates, pantry stocking guide, travel guide, and lots, lots more. I've traveled this week. I'm still, I'm holding fast, doing a great job staying with Whole30. It's possible you can do it even in a hotel room. So that link, go to that link. There's some really good resources there. The Whole30 podcast. So Melissa Urban, Melissa and her ex-husband created this program and uh, they've since divorced, but she is now the program creator, owns the, the whole program and she has her own podcast. So you can catch up there and listen to her talk about the Whole30 there. There's another spot. It's called the Whole Kitchen Sink blog. And this is a fellow Minnesotan. She used Whole30 and a paleo type lifestyle to lose 125 pounds. She is now a Whole30 coach in addition to her nursing so nursing job. So her blog has recipes and information that's all Whole30 approved, and uh, and she's got her own podcast. She uh, she works with her friend Jen, who I think is out in LA. But anyway, they tag team the podcast. They talk about health and wellness. So. Um, yeah, check out those resources. They're good. They're real good. You can check those out and enjoy them and consume it, you know, but it's, um, but I would encourage you to at least look at the Whole30 website and get real familiar with that. And of course, the uh, It Starts With Food book is a really good resource as well. Again, I'll have a link to the book on Amazon. And of course, when you buy that, we are an Amazon affiliate. That'll be an affiliate link and we'll get pennies on the dollar. So like, fractions of a penny on a dollar. But anyway, if you choose to buy it, no pressure. Hey, I'll give you some of my thoughts as we are on day 11. So I've tried now 16 different diet plans and programs to lose weight. 16. Oh, 16. Good grief. Sweet 16. I've had some successes, short-term successes, and a hell of a lot of failures. Lots and lots of failures. I stand on a whole mountain of failures. I really do. Even with the latest diet program, I made some great progress with that all-liquid diet, but it's not a forever lifestyle. It's a soy diet. It's not forever, right? It's medically supervised, but it's not forever. I needed a path forward to establish healthy habits and a sustainable lifestyle. I needed something for me. And 
Whole 30 isn't the end of the journey. It's another step down the path to establishing those healthy habits and healthy lifestyle. It'll probably be like a paleo thing, eating real food, clean food, cutting out that processed stuff, keeping that processed stuff elsewhere because I'm feeling a lot better. The Whole30 thing is not a magic wand. It's not a magic bullet. It's not the final destination, but it is a way to figure out what exactly is happening when I put certain foods in my body. I've noticed this already. I found out already that I've reacted to some foods. Like when I was doing the OptiFast thing, I found out, because uh, I hadn't had breads, that my body would, I had some bread and I felt off. I just felt, didn't feel very good after I ate that, you know? So I've, I've been figuring out that there's some things that I've been eating my whole life that my body actually might not be the best thing. I mean, I just kept getting so frustrated with how the hell can I keep doing all this stuff and the needle isn't moving? Nothing is changing. Well, it's because I was eating the same crap, right? All the processed crap. And I hadn't cut, I had never tried to cut that out because I didn't think I could. <laughs> so, um, so this is a big thing. This is something that I'm learning. I'm experimenting. And uh, I'll continue to go down this path and experiment to dial in what works for me and what doesn't. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to have a, a piece of cheese again or a piece of bread again. But it can't be the mainstay of my diet. It might not be because my body's reacting to it. And I think that's the whole point of this. We don't know what we don't know. We just assume right? Oh, I've always had a piece of bread. I've always had a sandwich at lunch or with chips and blah, blah, blah. Or I've always eaten pretty healthy, had, you know, yogurt in the morning, which is a bunch of sugar. And then my coffee with creamer in it, or get that Starbucks with, yeah, with all kinds of stuff in it. And then for lunch, I go to Subway and yeah, I'm getting the, uh, the Turkey Tom or the, the Turkey sandwich with some light chips and, and maybe a diet pop, and you know, you think about all this, all that, you know, the breads and the cheese and the diet pop with the aspartame in it, and the chips with that's been baked or uh, put in deep fried, and you know, all these things start to put, come together. It really does come down to what we're eating. So again, I've had some really good, delicious meals. I've enjoyed the process so far. I've had a little different experience than other people because I'm special, <laughs> but I am building momentum and I feel like I'm building it where I haven't had it before. And it gives me some hope. And it's been great to work with Jules on this too, because she's been through this before and she's had some of those more typical uh, reactions to cutting some of the stuff out, like being in a fog or being very tired and feeling like you want to kill everybody and, and, um, then starting to dream about food. Yes, these are all things that happen once you cut them out, believe it or not. Um, and I had those when I was doing the OptiFast thing. But I'm excited. I, I want to see where this goes because I do feel very good. And I can tell, like I had some kimchi the other night, which is really good, but it really gave me a stomach ache. So, so coupling kimchi with kombucha was not good. <laughs> Maybe the kimchi is not for me. But it's supposed to be good for you. I don't know. So this weekend, Small Scale Life Instagram... I took a I took a quote from the first first page of it starts with food page 12 and it says the food you eat either makes you more healthy or less healthy it's all about the food and when I talked about this on Instagram I said food is medicine it really is we need to think about what when and why we are eating something there's a reason why Bayer Medical Bayer right bought Monsanto a seed company i mean food is medicine 
And we need to think about it that way. We eat when we're depressed. We eat when we're happy. We eat when we have relationship problems or stress at work or having a bad day or, you know, all those things. Or we want to express love. Valentine's Day coming up. So what do you do? You go out for dinner. All of these things. Or I've been really good. I need a treat. I deserve a treat. So bring me up to Dairy Queen. I'm going to get that big ass blizzard. I mean, this is the way it goes. Like I said, when we started this whole process, this whole podcast today, uh, I have been talking about this on the Small Scale Life Facebook group, but it's been more than just talking. I've been talking to the lifers there. I have been recording and uploading a daily video into the Small Scale Life Facebook group. So I've been talking about this whole process and uh, I'll eventually load them on the Small Scale Life YouTube channel as well. Um, the, the Life or Live, I like to call it. But uh, my goal is to talk about how I'm feeling and what I'm eating, how I'm sleeping. And of course, there's some things I, I fool around a little bit and talk about some other things as well. So like I showed the sunset and the big big full moon the other day and the garden area and um, you know just some other stuff. Oh, the Teslas all lined up at the grocery store. So um, yeah, just I want to check in and, and show you that, hey, I'm still alive and this is actually going pretty good. So, And if it's not going good, like one day I had a massive sledgehammer headache. It was bad. It's part of the whole reset process. So it's, it's interesting, right? You're getting real-world feedback and somebody going through this. If you want to see those videos and get some of those resources or get the 24-hour plan, it is on the Small Scale Life Facebook, Facebook group. You can join today. There's a link in the, the show notes of this article. Answer the questions. There's like two or three questions, and that's just to keep the trolls out. But it also helps us helps me know where you're at and also helps me build content. Um, I've really have paid attention to what folks are talking about and giving that feedback. So I do appreciate that. So so, like I said, Jules talked and convinced some other people to try this challenge. They just finished the challenge this week. So they are now in the experimenting phase. They're adding stuff in. Like one person put, added some cheese into the diet just to see how they felt. So we'd like to interview them all on the Small Scale Life podcast. And I, I had a interview last night, two hours long. Technology worked. I'm super stoked. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun to talk with these three other people who just completed the Whole30 Challenge. They're all ladies. They just completed the challenge. Love to get their feedback. Even if it's two or even if it's one, it'll be a lot of fun. So I've got 19 days left here on the Whole30 Challenge. I'm looking, to see, I'm looking forward to see how the challenge will end and how good I feel at the end of the challenge. Also to come up with the next steps and what we're going to be doing and, and how I'm going to be eating. I travel a lot, so this is part of it too. So it's got to be able to roll with me. So far, so good. I got to say that. I did have some bad headaches earlier this week. I did have, and that's part of the, it's not really detox, but kind of is. And also this earlier this week, I woke up really early on Monday. And then I was just tired for most of the week, so trying to recover from that. It's a little different, I guess. Julie and I were talking about that today. It's, I guess it's a little, maybe you feel it a little more since you're not medicating it, right, with stuff you're eating and drinking and all that stuff. So, so far, so good. So far, so good. So how about you? Are you interested in this? Do you want to try? Feel free. I mean, this is this is something a little different, it's something that's, that's a little foreign, but it, it is good. It is good. As I said at the start, you might feel like you've blown all of your health and fitness resolutions and goals for 2020. I mean, we're at the stage, you probably just said, screw it, I'm just not going to do it. That's a rhyme, but we're going to do it all the time. But um, again, we can always start over. You can always rise and start again. That's the beauty of it. 
it's you're not over until you're six feet down in the grave. So you can start over again. You can do this. So we're here to make the 20s roar. This is the roaring 20s. No, we're going to make the 20s roar. It just doesn't happen. We're going to be the best people we can be. Being healthy is one of the massive steps to make this happen. Make the 20s roar. You can do this. Even if you failed 16 programs and hundreds of times, you can do it. If I can do this, if I can start this, you can too. It's not too hard. Hard is being in a hospital bed. So let's do it, right? So take a look at the materials and the links. Do your research. We're going to call this the Health and Fitness Renew You Part 2. So I'm going to have to build some things on the website for that. And we'll just see where we go. It's life is a journey, right? But you have to take the first step. You have to do it. And even if you failed, make the 20s roar, get up, dust yourself off, and let's go. We're, we can do it. You can do it. We're here to help you. So you ready? Let's go. Let's do this. Come on. Take my hand. Let's go. All right, everybody. This is Tom from Small Scale Life. Like I said, we've got some good interviews coming. Uh, I talked with Mr. Tactical for over two hours about everything under the sun. So that's going to probably be two episodes. We've got an episode, an interview coming up with Michael Bell and Mr. Tactical. So this is going to be a lot of fun talking about Dallas Half Acre Farm, what's going on, total changes down there. Uh, And I've talked to other people. Now it's time to schedule. The technology works. So I'm going to be... No matter where I am in the country, I'm going to be able to do these interviews. I'm going to be dangerous now. So (laughs) I'm going to be reaching out to people. You know who you are. And I'm going to start uh, scheduling interviews. Um, So get ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. Enough of me talking. It's time to do, right? Remember to learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. Make sure you do your research. Give this a try. You can do it. Change your life. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you real soon. Take care, everybody. This has been a production of Small Scale Life Media. This is your good friend Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am back on the Small Skill Life podcast to talk about health and fitness. I am so glad that you are looking at the whole 30. Of course, it doesn't allow rice, and therefore, it is not a good diet. After all, all I eat is chicken and rice, rice and chicken, chicken and rice, rice and chicken. If you can't have the rice, then you are left with chicken. Not good. Anyway, I hope that you are going to follow this plan and I am here to always pump you up and I will be talking to you very soon. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger from the Small Skillet Podcast and uh, get healthy today. I'll be back.